You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We get to travel today. I know. At least virtually. Yeah, well, isn't it? It's always. pretty much always virtual. <laughs> always. Although I did hear that Pastor Apple wants to take uh, Sharper Iron to Thessalonica for Ooh. a live episode. Does that mean we get to go? Uh, get a, I, I told him I was Googling airfare on Southwest let's, to Thessalonica. Let's do it. Uh, I don't think Southwest flies there. Oh. <laughs> There you go. If you're well, listening, Southwest, got to add a route to Thessalonica. <laughs> yes. Just uh, no, for we're us. heading to West and Central Africa today uh, with our friend Phil Magnus, music specialist serving in uh, West and Central Africa. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us to, in the studio, Phil Magnus, music specialist, uh, teaching hymnody in West and Central Africa. Will? Uh, Will. Will. Phil. <laughs> Phil, welcome to the program. Yeah. Should I say bonjour? Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Too bad we can't do this all in French. No, Maybe we one would day. lose a lot of listeners, so let's not go there. Well, I don't think we would pick up too many, huh? Well, well, Maybe in Africa. This is true. Maybe in uh, Francophone well, Africa. Africa yeah. We yeah. could pick up a few. So you get to teach hymns in Africa. In hymns, uh, liturgy, liturgy, church music, uh, composition. In French-speaking parts of Africa. Yes. And uh, last time you were in, we were sharing the story and said, okay, we have to continue the conversation. So it'll just be an ongoing conversation. <laughs> we're not going to end it because it's just going to be ongoing because there'll always be stories to tell from our missionaries. And you get to be a music missionary, which is so exciting. Right. And the conversation went into some areas of church music that are applicable here because mm-hmm. the church's song is a global song. And so it's important to remember that we sing the Lord's song together here, church throughout the world, as well as with the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, because we are one in Christ. We are the new Israel. And um, so sometimes we have this um, an idea that what we do here is, uh, because it is contextually different, sociologically different, that, um, that it's essentially different. And it may be substantively different, but essentially it's the same. <laughs> be like, hey, just drop the mic. <laughs> so how do you choose the hymnody that you teach in Africa? Well, we have, that's a great question. Um, the Lutheran service book has a French language edition, but the French language edition is not identical. It's very f- similar. Oh, really? It's essentially the same, but it's substantively different. Huh. So, for example, the great Lutheran chorales, which unite us in our confession of our Lutheran faith, they're pretty much all in there. In fact, the first time I went there, I asked, uh, I asked a young drummer what his favorite hymn was as I interviewed him, and his response was, God our Father be our stay. It's a good one. Well, they, they do like the ones that deal with um, spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've, I found that those always resonate. So hymns like A Mighty Fortress, God Our Father, Be Our Stay, or um, God's Own Child, I Gladly Say It, mm-hmm. Je suis un, un enfant du Père, uh, God's Own Child, I Gladly Say It, um, you know, resonate. And I, I know the music is good. Um, the tunes are very sturdy, but I think it's, you know, the thing is the message in those, in those hymns really resonate. So y- you start with those common things. I, li- I like to call it Lutheran Catholicity, those things that unite Lutherans around the world. I mean, who can imagine having a Lutheran church anywhere on the planet that doesn't sing a mighty fortress? (laughs) 
But also in the hymnal, there are things that we have that are common to English-speaking Christianity, our ecumenical hymnody, which there's really no need to have in Franco world. So I, you know, so we have like How Great Thou Art or the, you know, in the hymnal. We have a lot of Anglo-Methodist hymns that were popular in the 19th, early 20th century that were in TLH that some have stuck around in the... Um, uh, in LSB because they're beloved by Missouri Synod Lutherans, but there is no really compelling reason that they had to be translated into French or, or taught there. But then at the same time, you will find um, ecumenical hymnody that is common to the French-speaking um, Christians, whether they are a Calvinist or Catholic or Lutheran. So, um, so for example, in the Advent section, you have Venez Divine Messia. Um, for Christmas, you have Il est né, le divin enfant. <laughs> so you have one. some things that are common uh, to the French-speaking world. Um, many of those have been heard before, but yet we still teach them um, because they desire to learn them or maybe grow as a choir in their singing skills. But there are other, even though they're common in French-speaking Christianity, when you are teaching people who have converted from animism or Islam or communism, they have no. They don't even know the French ecumenical hymnody. So those are things in the book, and I I've certainly found that there are some uh, French ecumenical hymns that are quite good that I didn't know until I began working in this ministry, uh, and I've noticed how they're a little bit different for me, and it takes me a while to warm to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But we'll sing them like the first time. I remember uh, uh, singing one of them um, that was new to me. And uh, this, uh, this young vicar from uh, Pointe Noir, Congo, he just breathed in big and he, oh, come say beau. It, just, it was just so beautiful to him. So there's, there's certain musical hooks that, that have taken root in French-speaking Africa by virtue of the French colonization, even though it's not their natural music language of someone who's raised speaking Lingala or Kituba. So it's it's a real interesting melange, a little, little mix that you get of uh, Franco culture, African culture, Lutheran culture, and then, of course, we just bathe it all in Lutheran theology. Okay, now I want to know, like, how, like, the, the French uh, hymnody um, got to all of us. When did, because you were, like, you were clapping when he said, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they named the Divino Fong. Uh, when did you learn that? Grade school. Really? Yep. Where did you learn it? Il est né? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a young choir director in Pearland, Texas, and I chose it for a choir that I directed. <laughs> I learned it in high school. Oh. Here in Missouri. Huh? You were in Michigan. Yeah, I was in Michigan. Is there a great French influence in Michigan? Yeah. yeah. Detroit. Oh, yeah. French founded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different part. <laughs> We won't talk about the bad I just love it when you see the maps uh, of, of, uh, of, of the United States that are French maps, how most of the names are unchanged. Nebraska is Nebraska. But anything that was ever governed or ruled by the French still has the French name. So New Orleans would be La Nouvelle Orléans and mm-hmm. Detroit would be Detroit. Yep. You know? But anyway. <laughs> I, just, I just always find that amusing. But it's, it's interesting. I was... A little bit of the same thing. It's interesting that the cultural influences, um, because I mean, we we might expect that that LSB hymns are are the same hymns in another culture, but when you bring up something like Ilene, which if you translate that into English and we try to sing it in our English culture, it's just not 
it, it doesn't work. It's, it doesn't sing well, does it? No. He was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just, <laughs> it just doesn't. <laughs> that's not fair. You added an accent yeah, to that. Well, that's what it would sound like, though. But it's that, that cultural shift is interesting that, that there is a, we don't, we don't own like Lutheran hymnody full stop. Like there is so much more mm-hmm. out there in different yes. cultures um, that, that is really good. It's just in a different language. Correct. And then this kind of translates to then how the pastors who, um, the majority of whom that we train, go out into um, rural or you know ur- urban contexts, but largely with, uh, with, with people who were not educated in urban schools, um, then the composition of worship resources in the tribal languages. Um, so if I'm at a some churches, for example, um, an urban church that's fairly educated, um, like Christ the King Parish in Brazo, the worship will be all in French. But if I go into a town church, say in Dapong, Togo, the worship is in French and in MOBA. So the church service takes considerably longer because all the readings will be read twice and the sermon is preached twice. I, I like it when the French sermons first, so I have something to think about when they go into the tribal <laughs> language. You know, <laughs> so you start preaching in a language I don't understand first. Anyway, but but that is um, um, so that's a bit of the, the the pattern there. Well, so one of the tasks that the pastors have is taking the model of Lutheran hymnody, singing about uh, the our justification in Christ by grace through faith, singing about the Lord's gifts and the Lord's Supper, singing about what happens and what God does for us in and through baptism, to then turn those into um, songs of their own in their local language uh, and to write new hymns, because we don't have a Lingala, Gerhardt hasn't appeared yet, we don't have a Martin Franzman, uh, you know, Kituba, but eventually one day we will. Um, we do have uh, some good Lutheran hymns that have kind of come back um, uh, a missionary in the 70s and 80s uh, brought back several hymns from the Lutheran churches in, uh, in Tanzania and Kenya where Lutheranism has been around longer. And so now we get to sing, Christ has arisen, hallelujah, mm-hmm. which was originally a Swahili hymn, Mfarahini, hallelujah. I want to sing it in Swahili. Yeah, Mfarahini. So, <laughs> so churches that are you know more mature have had mm-hmm this cultivation. But when you are catechizing and teaching uh, pastors and vicars and forming forming church workers in a church body that was founded in 1991, you don't have that yet. Um, so part of what we do is we teach what's in the French hymnal because it's very useful and because they want to learn this and they want to unite their voices with ours and they want to sing Lutheran songs and Lutheran hymns. But then part of it then is learning the principles of what makes a good hymn so that they can be the hymn writers and songwriters. This also connects to the musicians. Um, even in the French language, there are musical differences as, they, as, as you contextualize things. So some things they will just take the melody and the words and keep the same but, but develop a really uh, Africanized accompaniment to it. Uh, and we had, some, had an example mm-hmm. of that on, our, on, the, on the last interview. Other times, I'm really encouraged when, for example, uh, Jean-Pierre, uh, choir director at St. Augustine Parish in uh, Brazzaville, Congo, is moved by words that he finds on a hymn that I didn't teach them, but he has the book, and he's, he's meditating on it and praying, and 
um, he was moved by the hymn, By Grace I'm Saved. And so then he wrote a Congolais hymn, uh, in his words, Selon les réalités de la musique congolaise, according to the realities of Congolais music. And so it's a you know, brand new African melody um, singing, mm. our, you know, singing the hymn, By Grace I'm Saved. So they have, and you, it, CPH publishes stuff like this in our, in our own American context, right? There'll be some familiar text and a composer will come forward and have a new tune and a new accompaniment. And so he asks, is like, is it okay if I do this? And of course, my response is, we, we, you know, this is, this is what you should do. Uh, it's exactly what we want you doing. Wow. I want to sing that version now, too. <laughs> I get the sense that this is like a college-level course on <laughs> teaching hymnody in different cultures. Phil, thank you so much. We're all out of time. Yes. Well, um, thank you for LCMS, LCMS.org slash Magnus. Is that right? M-A-G-N-E-S-S. M-A-G-N-E-S-S. LCMS.org, M-A-G-N-E-S-S. You can follow what's going on with Phil and uh, certainly support the the uh, the work as well that the Lord has given you to do in West and Central Africa. Thanks so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Mon plaisir. Merci beaucoup. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Ah.